Father 
Let us pray. Lord, we have come here this morning to worship you, to praise your holy name. We have come to sense your presence, Lord. We have come to see your glory in this place and to feel your power. And so we pause and ask you to come, Lord Jesus, and to pour out your spirit as we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, as we worship you, we are on holy ground. And as we plant our footsteps in yours, we walk on holy ground. You, Lord, want to cleanse, heal, minister your grace. And we know that you want us to work with you so that this work can continue and that the church will grow. Lord, we love you. We need you. We want to work with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our first reading this morning comes from Romans chapter 8, reading from verse 12. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba. Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. And then a few verses from the end of Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 28, reading from verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of the age. And that is the passage.
passage we shall be focusing on during this service and I will be reading it again a couple of times. Let us hear again in worship the hymn Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty.
to have a book that had short stories for children and each story came from a different country. And I distinctly remember the one that came from India. It spoke of some people who were totally blind, who were asked to describe an elephant. These people had never seen an elephant. One of them was led to the elephant and I'm saying he, it might have been a sheep, he felt the leg of the elephant. And he said, ah, an elephant is a sort of tree. The leg of the elephant felt rough and quite like the trunk Another one was led to the trunk of the elephant and he said, that feels like the pipe that we water our garden with. So an elephant is a pipe. Two different pictures of what an elephant was. It was a tree or it was a pipe. Or how about this? A couple of weeks ago, we were looking at what we love, what brings us joy. And one of the things I said that I loved was a chicken, roast chicken dinner. Now just imagine the plate. Roast chicken. Potatoes, you can have them roast or mashed, I don't mind which. Some vegetables, a bit of stuffing, bread sauce, and then the gravy goes on. When we eat a meal, whether it's my roast chicken dinner or whether it's your favourite, we wouldn't generally eat all the meat first, then eat all the stuffing on its own, then the vegetables, then the potato, then the bread sauce. We, we would mix bits up, wouldn't we? We would put a bit of chicken on with perhaps a bit of bread sauce and stuffing and eat that. And then it might be a bit of potato and, and some stuffing and veg. We mix it together. Now, why am I telling you these two little stories? Well, today is Trinity Sunday. And it's very easy on Trinity Sunday to talk about God the Father, perhaps with an emphasis on creation, God's walk with Abraham, Moses, David and many others, to then go on and speak about God the Son, emphasising Christ's gift to us through his death on the cross, and then speaking about God the Spirit and the gifts and fruits of the Spirit. But in doing that, speaking of God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, are we not really doing what the people did when they felt part of the elephant? Or what we would be doing if we ate our meal 
one item at a time. When we eat a little of them all together, it tastes so much better. They add something to each other. Now, if the people who were blind had got together and talked about their experiences, perhaps they would have come to a different conclusion about what an elephant was. So when speaking about the Trinity, perhaps we should try and find a way of talking about it in its completeness, rather than dividing it up. Trying to understand God as one, but three in one. Looking at the Trinity at work, rather than trying to dissect it and find out what or who it is in its parts. Let's turn to that passage from Matthew's Gospel again. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Those few verses are generally called the Great Commission. You probably see that as a heading in your Bibles at home. And if we break that word commission down into its two parts, we have co, with, and mission, objective. And we shall look at that and the implications of that in a little while. But now let us pause and pray together. <coughs> Holy Trinity, God three in one. We need your help today as we try to discern what it is you want us to learn, what you want us to do to build your kingdom on earth. You have invited us to follow in your footsteps, but sometimes we are afraid of where your footsteps may take us. Help us, Lord. Give us courage and strength so that our fear recedes and we can delight in our serving you. You, Lord, have given us so much, your word from which we are still learning, a world of which we are stewards, the gift of forgiveness and eternal life through the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. And though he is ascended, we are not alone. Be still, for the presence of the Lord is here.
Lord, we so much want to serve you, but sometimes we don't know where to start. Put something in our way, Lord, that we cannot fail to see, so that we can continue our thanksgiving, not only in worship here on a Sunday, but in everyday life. And hear us as together we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Give me oil in my lap.
this isn't it, where you really want to be standing up and clapping and moving a bit to the music. Tell you what we'll do. Let's all stand up. We'll just hear Tom play that first verse and chorus of that hymn that we've just sung. And come on, you know, just get rid of the Scottish whatever it is and let's enjoy that hymn. It's lively. Okay, Tom, take it away. I don't believe it, or I, I can't 
can't believe it. They worshipped Jesus. But still some of them had that, is what I'm seeing and experiencing really happening? In our lives of faith, we worship. Yes, of course we do. You're here or listening online. But we can still have doubts. I think that by coming to worship, we lay aside our doubts for a while and we get built up so that those doubts diminish. And others around us encourage us when we worship together. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That's what we need when we doubt or when we fear. We need to feel the presence of God. We can ask him to come and help us, to give us comfort. But how might he do this? All authority. He comes with authority. And the right sort of authority is lacking in the world today. We either see too much authority, which we might think of as dictatorship, or authority being abused. Or we just don't see it in those whom we would have seen it in years gone by. Dare I say, many of our politicians lack believable authority. Christ's authority is something that will empower us. We go out with Christ's authority as he goes on to tell us our mission. But it's a mission with him. Co. With. Mission. Co-mission. A mission based on his authority. We're not left alone. So though a task may seem daunting, we can take comfort that Jesus Christ is with us. Tasks, if we try to do them in our own strength, may well fail. So what are the tasks? <coughs> Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Go and make disciples. Teaching, baptizing. This is the disciples' mission. It is our mission. You may be thinking, but I couldn't do that. I can't make disciples. 
I'm too afraid to talk to people about Jesus and invite them to come with me to church. Well, let's look at what the Church of Scotland has been saying this past week in General Assembly about the marks of mission. We have five marks of mission against which the health of congregations will be assessed, as well as looking at other things like the geographical locus. The first one, the first mark of mission, is to proclaim the good news. Well, we do that on a Sunday. And when we have organisations meeting again, we shall be doing it again. Although with technology, some have managed to meet online and continue that proclaiming good news. We do that when an opportunity arises in our daily life. Or perhaps we have an event in the church or a stand at a local community event which announces that we are here and we are alive. We are to teach, baptize, and nurture. That's the second mark of mission. And the teaching is for all ages. It's not just about Sunday school. Once we have proclaimed the good news and people have accepted Jesus as their saviour, we go on to nurture them. Often this is left to the minister. But we can all play a part in the nurture of people of all ages, leading them to be baptised. The third mark of mission is to respond to human need by loving service. In other words, helping others without seeking a reward. Keeping our eyes open, our ears attuned to what is happening in our locality, as well as further afield. And perhaps more of that has happened during the past 15 months than previously. The fourth mark of mission is to seek to transform unjust structures of society, to challenge violence of every kind and pursue peace and reconciliation. My mum was a great one for writing to the newspapers, to the BBC, or to her MP. When she felt that something wasn't right, she would put pen to paper. Nowadays, many simply vent their wrath, their frustration on Facebook, on Twitter and so on. It's really like road rage on the internet. It doesn't go anywhere. I think one of our daughters has taken on that mantle of protest, if you like, but she was involved in the protest in Pollock Shields when Border Force agencies came to take away two Indian gentlemen who had lived in Pollock Shields for 10 years. 
integrity of creation and sustain and renew the life of the earth. So much has been said during the pandemic about the value of nature and people up and down the country have been walking more, observing, cleaning up the litter that is in hard to reach places. People have been growing things, making a pond in their garden. And when the sun has shone, we have enjoyed that warmth being outside. The five marks of mission, of co-mission, working with Jesus, something that the Church of Scotland encourages all congregations to consider and work at. Some of these marks of mission may seem more daunting than others. Some of us are physically more able to go out litter picking. I'm part of the Rob Royston Wildlife Park Facebook community and each month there is a litter picking exercise in part of that park. And what a huge amount of litter is picked up. Near neighbours of ours litter pick the estate once a month. Can we be emboldened to try something in God's name? Something that says, I care for creation. Something that says, I care about my community and the wider world. Something that says, I love God and want you to know and love him too. We are commanded by Jesus, go, he says. But Jesus promises us something. I am with you always to the end of the age. And the Church of Scotland, it seeks our participation in the five marks of mission. Proclaiming the good news, teaching, baptizing and nurturing, responding to human need, seeking to transform unjust structures of society, challenging violence and pursuing peace and reconciliation, and striving to safeguard the integrity of creation. There is a modern hymn written by Noel Richards, whose words I will finish with. Great is the darkness that covers the earth. Oppression, <clears throat> injustice and pain. Nations are slipping in hopeless despair, though many have come in your name. Watching while sanity dies, touched by the madness and lies. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Come.
Come, Lord Jesus, pour out your Spirit on us today. May now your church rise with power and love, this glorious gospel proclaim. In every nation, salvation will come to those who believe in your name. Help us bring light to this world that we might speed your return. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit on us today. Great celebrations on that final day when out of the heavens you come. Darkness will vanish, all sorrow will end, and rulers will bow at your throne. Our great commission complete, then face to face we shall meet. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit, we pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your spirit on us today. Let us be still and simply ask the Lord Jesus to come. To come in this place. Pouring out his spirit on us, so that we have Christ's authority to go with him in mission. <coughs> God, there is much darkness in the world, far away and close at hand. Many despair at their government, at the lack of love for others. Help us not simply to sit back and shake our heads, but to act in your name. Come, Lord Jesus, pour out your Spirit on us to embolden us. We have a glorious gospel which has given us life. You ask us to proclaim the good news. Pour out your spirit on us so that love for others drives out our fears. We look forward to the day when the world is at peace, when there will be no more sickness or pain. Pour out your Spirit, Lord, on us, that we can be examples of your love and care. We remember today all those who have worked tirelessly during the pandemic, and we give thanks. We pray for those who are exhausted with fighting the disease. 
pray for those who mourn because of the loss of a loved one in the pandemic, in the cable car disaster in Italy, through accident, illness, or old age. We think of your created world, Lord, and pray for those who face famine in Tigray, those who lost homes as Cyclone Yas hit India, those who lost homes and family members in the volcanic eruption in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And we pray for your church, Lord, especially our corner of it here in Gartkosh linked with Glenboig. Build your church, Lord. Make us strong, Lord, through an outpouring of your spirit. And we give thanks for Beth's continuing improvement. Bless our Minister Dave as he returns to full duty. And continue your healing in Beth. Pour out your spirit on that family. And we pause to remember and pray for anyone or any situation we feel needs your touch today. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Our closing hymn is perhaps a new one, but it's to a familiar tune, as a fire is meant for burning.
gently leading them to Christ. Go with Christ's authority to serve this community so that the light of Christ shines brightly here. Go with Christ's authority to care for his world. And may God's blessing be with you as you try to live in obedience to his word and commands. Amen.